Welcome to the Sexy Scoop. My name is Abby Taken and I'm a sex and relationship coach and mom of two. I'm here to give you the scoop on how to unlock the sexy mother within. Each week, I'll be giving you my hot take, getting the mouth perspective from my husband, Joey, and connecting you to everyday moms and professionals to give you the tools to take up space in your life and make sex fun again. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Sexy Scoop. So this week, me and Joey are here. We're just going to have a bit of a chat, a bit of a catch up. It's been a while since we've recorded an episode together um, because two kids doesn't make things like this easy. Um, and then we're going to have a bit of a deep dive into Joey's vasectomy um, because I get asked so many questions all the time about it. So I thought, why not make a podcast episode? So do you want to say hi, Joey? Hey, everyone. How's it going? <laughs> Apologies. I'm a bit tired. <laughs> Um, so what's been going on for you, Joey? Um, what's been going on? I had my birthday last week, which was lovely. Was it last week? No, it's definitely last it week. It was last, last Monday. Monday. Um, so I had some fun time hanging out with my sister up in Newcastle and Stockton, went quad biking. That was good fun and had a nice good old drinking session with her till two in the morning, which I haven't done in about eight years. Um, and then, it, it sucked so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I made the rookie mistake of saying that I'd go and hang out and watch V8 all around a track the next day with my head slightly counting. Um, then what did we do? Oh, we went up to the mountains last week, which was yeah, the last was, weekend. Yeah, that, that was lovely. Got to catch up with some of my best mates up there and play some Warhammer, which I'm sure you're all very intrigued to know how that went. Um, and then, yeah, back to work. Worked last night, got smashed, stuffed, and I'm very tired, even after four coffees. Oh my goodness, you have not had four coffees, so yeah. have you? <laughs> too, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries, Harlow oh, gets this. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, so that's what we've been doing. Um, yeah, so really, anything you've been doing? Um, I haven't been doing much work. This is actually a good catch up for both of us. This is the first conversation that we've had um, since we drove home from the mountains on Sunday night. So, yeah, this is like our catch up <laughs> recorded. You're welcome. Um, what have I been doing? Um, I mean, yeah, been working a bit. We've had some like kind of family behind the scenes stuff going on that we've been dealing with. Um, yeah. Mountains was really lovely. Pretty much it. Mm. Just busy. Um, tired kids, which is really emotionally draining on off. But yeah, I don't know. We haven't really had much time to like be together. No. Um which sucks. But at the end of this month it'll be better. We normally have Fridays off together, which are really mm. nice. Um, mm. but we've been going away. So last week and then this week and then next week so yeah once March is over oh no they're school holidays oh I keep forgetting about school holidays it'll be fine it's only two weeks this one yeah so it could be like Christmas again yeah anyway um yeah that's pretty much what we've been up to I hope you really enjoyed that um I know I did so why we are here today is to talk about vasectomies. So um, before Joey had his vasectomy, we were not using the best form of contraception. Um, don't do what Abby and Joey do. We were solely relying on the pull-out method since we were about 23. Mm. It's a solid like 10 years of pull-out method. Yeah. <laughs> and only you had it three pregnancies from that so I feel like that's a pretty good the level of my skills <laughs> <laughs> it's a good strike right mate it is, it is two of them were planned one of them was yeah. not exactly. um so yeah you only really like miss shot once mate that's <laughs> pretty good really <laughs> anyway um but I feel like well we got to a point where we knew we didn't want to have any more kids um I was always said that I wanted four children. <laughs> uh, before I had Arlo, I wasn't really sure if I wanted any. 
Um, then after I had my first, I was like, I want four because the newborn, like being pregnant and giving birth and having a newborn for me was like, you know, I've spoken about it before where like, it, it was a lot, it was a lot, but I really actually loved it. I loved that stage. Codlerhood and beyond is where I don't thrive. Yeah. <laughs> Once I turn 18 months, I'm like, <laughs> My son's military school. <laughs> yeah. We, we did a Google the other day and um there is no military school in Australia, unfortunately. Um boarding school is still a still an option. But um yeah, no. So I got I wanted four children. How many kids did you want? Two. You only ever wanted yeah. two? Yeah. One of each. Sort of. Oh, well, there you, you go. You got your little kids. Um fuck around. Yeah, so I went for Joey wanted two. Um, Arlo, sorry, my eldest was a very needy baby, um, which is fine. I was a very attached parent. Like I breastfed him till I weaned him because I was pregnant with my second. Um, and he co-slept with us for a really long time. And it's only been like, so he's turning eight this year. It's only been really in the last two years that he's actually slept through the night without needing us. Um, so I didn't really know what freedom was as far as he was concerned. And then our daughter, our youngest, she is a strong, independent woman. <laughs> Say the least. And she actually weaned herself at nine months. She went on a feeding strike because I went out for dinner one night um, and she didn't approve of that. So that was really weird for me. And then once she was weaned, she slept through the night um, and I started sleeping again and it was really early for me. And so I think maybe what happened, if she had have been more like our eldest, then maybe I would have had more kids because I forgot, like once you forget what <clears throat> not being attached to your kids 24-7 is like, you kind of just can keep going down that road. But like once you get that taste of freedom, like once you start sleeping through the night, um and start being able to like leave them with people to go and do things outside of work um you don't want to give that up again so like because I went pretty much from like you know when I fell pregnant with our youngest our eldest was still waking up every hour and a half to be fed um so I went kind of from no sleep to like just rolling over no sleep but yeah, I think once I got sleep and once I got freedom, like once she weaned, like I traveled a lot with my job because I was a travel agent. I went to Canada for two weeks when she was, how old was she? Like one? Right. Um, And like me and Joey, we went away on we a cruise. Oh, the cruise that got sent out. <laughs> yeah, I did. That was the whole thing. But anyway, like we, yeah, so like we went away on like long weekends and family could mine them. And it was, yeah, once we kind of got that taste of freedom, we weren't willing to give it up for another baby. Um, and yeah, so I tried to go on the pill between, oh, no, after we had Octavia mm. and then after I had the miscarriage, I think it was, wasn't it? Or was it after I had Octavia? And um, it was, well, Joey, can you describe what living with me while I was on the pill was like? Oh, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully. Oh, truthfully, okay. Um, no, it's like the because you're a lot more moody, I guess I'd say. But also your emotions are up and down, which is fair enough because the pill fucks with all your hormones and um yeah, you were more of a shell of yourself, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Like you weren't you were there but you weren't there. Yeah. It was really bizarre to me and it actually really highlighted um because I was on the pill from 18 to like well, 20, how old were we myself? Like 23, I think. Mm. Together for yeah. like two years. Um, and like once, once I met you, I kind of mellowed out. But before I met Joey, I was a mess. I was like, I would drink heaps and cry a lot. And I was like, really, my emotions were all over the place. And I was like, yeah. And I just thought that was just my personality. But then going back on the pill, like later on and seeing kind of those same things play out in different ways <clears throat> it really kind of highlighted to me how much it like changed mm -hmm. me um and I did I did feel like a shell of myself and it wasn't great 
so we stopped that. We went back to the pull-out method, which again, <laughs> like it's hard because I do recommend, but I don't recommend. Um, and we tried condoms once. That's just not our, yeah. not our jam. I don't know. This is not the safe sex podcast, guys. No, like, not. seriously, probably don't do what we do. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it worked for us. We were very fortunate. Yeah. Like I said, Joey's just, you're very in tune with your body, mate. Mm. You, you know. Mm. But in saying that, it was really, the pull-out method was actually really affecting our sex life. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you want to talk a little bit about that before I kind of um, put in or? Yeah, I guess what I'd say is like, yeah, there's there's all the pressure on the woman to do the birth control, whether it's the pill or that weird thing you get shoved in your arm. I can't remember what they Yeah, the rod. The rod things, yeah. And there's like, there's, there's um, like injections. That's right, injections right? And there's all that. But like when it comes down to the way I don't know, my thinking was ultimately a woman can't get pregnant without sperm. So if you fuck up as a dude, guess what? It's all on. It's not all on you, but it feels like in your mind, it's all on you. So that's a whole lot of stress, like on into the sexual, um, what's the word? Like, well, into sex life, I guess you'd say, because um, yeah. you're not fully enjoying it to its core. Because once you get to the stage where you really start to enjoy it, then you have to be self-conscious about not you know, coming inside your missus or partner. Um, and they're just, I don't know, it just adds a whole lot of stress and you're not yeah, fully enjoying sex, which then along with other stresses in my life that I've gone through really put me down a, a hole of bad sexual chemistry, you say? Which was, oh, I, don't know, but, I think no. you are like... You are honestly way harsher on yourself about like when we talk mm. about this, my experience of it is not and, yeah. and like that's fine because like that's your experience of mm. it. No, um fine. but yeah, my experience of it wasn't as bad as that. But yeah. but if you if like because you don't have the thinking that of constantly I think, all right, well I've got a I can't can't come yet, can't come yet, can't come yet. Oh crap, well, all right, well I'm coming now, so now I've got to make sure they time it perfectly. So that she gets as much enjoyment up until the point where I need to pull out again. Pull out yeah. And but. I wasn't like, I would find that I would be, I, I couldn't get into my body because I was in my head doing a similar thing, being like, is he close? Is he mm. not? Like, where are we actually up to? Um, and so it caused like, like we still had quite pleasurable sex. Like it was mm. still really good um to a point but it just wasn't we didn't it was disconnecting us I feel because we were both like in our own heads about that ending yeah um because we didn't want any more babies yeah um and that's what causes babies guys (laughs) did you know that um yeah and so it was starting to like I didn't it wasn't affecting me as much as affecting Joey and when we first started talking about a vasectomy, I was pretty new. I think I'd only, because you, so the first time Joey fully brought it up, my eldest, it was the week before my eldest started kinder. So I was a bloody mess. I hadn't stopped crying. I was also worried because he's he can be a bit of an anxious kitty. So I was a bit worried about, you know, school and drop-offs because, like daycare and stuff wasn't isn't a great time for us so I there was all this stuff going on and then it was like two days before his first day and Joey just comes home from an unrelated doctor's appointment he's like oh yeah I booked him with the doctors next week um to like get the referral for the vasectomy and I was like you what how dare you like finished having children like I have you tell me that I'm never going to birth another baby into this world like two days before my like first child is like ripped from me and starts kinder um I'd like to say it wasn't that dramatic but no it was it was (laughs) (laughs) I think that's that's actually what I said Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I said um yeah so that was so 
he's in year two now. So that would have been two years ago and a bit now mm. was when we first. Um, and so then it got tabled um, because of my reaction. And then we talked about it a little bit more, but in the mountains, it was a lot harder to... It was a lot harder to um, do mm. um, than up here, which we can talk about. Well, we had to travel, like, I think the closest was Penrith, which if you know the mountains, that's just generally where you have to travel to for anything because it's so far away. Um, so that's that's why it was so far away. And also, like, not that I delve heaps into it, but I just didn't seem to be as much information as what I found up in Newcastle and yeah, the doctors up here seem to know a lot more about it. Yeah, so it was like you had to go to your GP and get a referral and then you had to, like, call up and book in. Like, it was like a normal referral. I also then... think the rules have changed. They used to have here a referral with a guy in Newcastle. You just All right. call up and book her in. Yeah, so that wasn't, you don't think that was a blue map? Oh, no, you think no, that no, was no. just the times have changed? Okay, well, disregard that then. But at the time, it was a process. Um, and we had a lot going on and then lockdown happened. Yep. Um, that was, so, you know, our son started kindy in Feb and then by June we were locked in our houses until October, sorry. Um, so it just kind of got really put on the back burner and then we sold our house. So renovate, like finished our renovation during lockdown, sold our house just as lockdown was ending, moved to like a temporary house we're staying at um and then we were like searching for a new house we didn't know where we we're going to live so yeah the second wasn't up there and then once we moved to Lake Macquarie um was it you were chatting with a mate and they were like it's super easy how did it come about oh I think a friend recommended a doctor no no the boys at work yeah. Because all the boys, well, not all the boys now, but a lot of the guys at work have had it done. And so we're talking about that and funny stories. And um, that's where it came up. And they said, yes, it's super easy. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's so, the best thing they've ever done. And just going back into the mindset of things as well for me. Um, so in between this stage, two of our close friends had had babies in that kind of two-year gap between us starting to talk about it and me losing my mind and us moving up here. And for me, the babies were going to be a really big test. I was like, because before that, if people had babies, I would kind of downward spiral and be like, I miss newborns. Like, they smell so good and they're, like, so, like, crunchy and, like, I want babies. They're, like, all, like, crunchy. There's a problem with the child crunchy. They didn't say crunchy. They say squishy. Crunchy. 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 Sorry. Um, you know, they're just like, oh, you should squeeze our faces. Um, and my reaction was always like, fuck, I want another one of these. Like, I want this again. And my friends had babies and, oh, three. Three of my friends had babies. Um, and my reaction was, cute baby love your baby, we'll hold your baby and help you out where you need it. Don't, now I'm going to pass it back. Don't want one of these. I like sleeping. I like my boobs to be my own. Um, I don't want to sustain life from my body anymore. And yeah. So that was kind of the mindset being like, because that was actually one of the questions that I got asked is like, how did you decide as a family? Um, And it kind of like, it wasn't, it just kind of naturally over those two years, I really realised that, like, and plus, like, you know, our daughter, she started school this year, um, so we're kind of, like, that was on the horizon, and I couldn't think of anything worse at this stage than going back to the drawing board again with freedom. Little glimmer of light. Yeah. <laughs> Five days a week with no kids. Walk towards it or start all over again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so from a mindset point of view, like, um, and my friends were asking me questions because um, we were one of the first in our friendship group to have our babies. Um, like, so our youngest is kind of like one of the oldest of the younger kids and like our mm. eldest is definitely yeah. the oldest by like a good two years. Mm. Yeah, because it's kind of him and then the other kids. Like, yeah. they're all, we're all kind of starting kindy this year together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then younger ones again. Yeah. Um, 
so they're like asking me questions about like teasing and sleep training and swaddling and baby led weaning and I'm like oh my god I've blocked so much of this out of my brain like I changing nappies oh yeah changing nappies I don't even think I'd be able to do that anymore I watched a friend change a nappy on the weekend and I was like (laughs) anyway so that's where we're at mindset wise like I didn't think I'd ever get there because I'm very bad at finality like I'm very bad at saying this is never happening again I'm very much one of those like maybe one day like even if I know deep down it's never gonna happen like I do this a lot with travel like I'll never be like you know I always like I'm going back to this country again and again and again um so yeah I was pretty set on not doing that whole thing Hmm. yeah so we moved up here the guys at work were giving Joey because the guys at work are a bit older than us no, the no, that, that's the same age. No, no but the other one, one Mickey, yeah, he's, I think he's 40, and something like that. And yeah, they just, they just tell me about it and all the easy process of it. And then we'll, we'll laugh about this other, there's running joke or we have this um, boss that's in the area and he was telling us about his vasectomy experience. And um, he's very, like, he always smiles. So it's hard to tell if he's joking or not half the time, but he also is, has this, demeanor, I guess you'd say, that, you know, he's actually being seriously joking and he was telling us, I know, some reason, he may have been relieving for us, <laughs> talking about vasectomies and he was like, oh yeah, I've got mine done. Like, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, did you guys use the uh, the chip packet method? And we're like, what are you talking about? He goes, no. Right. He's like, no, no, just, you know, usual scalpel with a hook. Yeah, 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 let's steer it off. He goes, oh, no, 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 my, um, my doctor did the chip, chip packet method. And we're like, oh, yeah, well, this is interesting. He goes, oh, you know, you're like, you know, skin actually heals, which is true. It does heal better when it's more of a tear. Like if you get, like if you do a clean cut, the skin doesn't heal. It's like it's like better. a PVO yeah, versus yeah. like a natural tear. Yeah. It's always going to heal better. The fibers do. Anyway, so he's telling us, I'm like, oh yeah, cool, this makes sense. And he was like, yeah, so what the doctor wants did is he just, you know, just grab the, the side of my sack and just like pour it like a chip pack. <laughs> Imagine the face of the poor men just like completely shocked again didn't know if he was joking or not <laughs> and so that was the chip packet method which i don't think is true but we, we actually don't know we haven't got it confirmed we actually don't know. so maybe ask if you do go to get him ask if he does the chip packet method stands up, right like the theory stands because it's the same like when i was giving birth i was very like like obviously i would have done whatever i had to do mm. but i was very anti-opinion on me for that exact reason of like if I can naturally it's gonna heal a lot better than if you cut it. Yeah, right? naturally you're not you don't have some doctor pulling on your nutsack like a package of Doritos. Can't even think about that. There, so um, that's where anyway, so banter. Love a good banter. bit of banter. I think so talking about banter, I think sometimes that has a negative impact on people wanting to get vasectomies though, because sometimes like oh. Oh yeah, but but what like when we were talking around the group wasn't banter, it was just discussions about it mm-hmm. and like you know the recovery, you know this and that. Like there are things that can come up. Like um, I think one of the guys said he they put the local in and started to do the work, but the the local hadn't kicked in straight away. So oh. he was like, "Oh, well, Jesus!" and um, then they had to wait another couple of minutes. <laughs> Good job on that. So, like, you know, but yeah. It was a positive discussion, that's for sure. It wasn't okay. like, oh, never play you do it again. Yeah. It was all positive and everyone raved about the after party of getting out of there tomorrow. Yeah. So then, so talk about, well, I can if you want, I don't care. Um, Like the the actual, like, how you go about getting a vasectomy. He, this, mm-hmm. So this is very specific. This is just our version of this because this is, how it happened for us different places are going to have different procedures and Mm -hmm. maybe you do need to get a referral and whatever and like it says if you don't have the facilities like if you live a bit rurally like not that the mountains is rural but like it may as well be um like we're lucky that newcastle is like a small city Mm -hmm. so we have a lot of facilities here um but yeah do you want to sure um, mine's really easy. I literally googled vasectomies Newcastle, and what came up was vasectomies Australia, which is in 
in the city of Newcastle. I think the number is Y800 Smith Me. One eight hundred Smith Me or something, something to do like get Smith. Or yeah, I'm looking this <laughs> up right now, guys. Um, and of course, at first I thought, no, nah, this is a G up, surely not. But um, then I went and. I, I still at this point thought I needed a referral booked into a GP that we were seeing at the time. And he gave me, he said, no, you don't need a referral anymore. Um, and just go and see, he literally Googled the same thing and came up with, yeah, the second in Australia um, in Newcastle. It is. And 1800 snip me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, the thing I literally just, I can't remember it fully, but I looked at what dates were times were available. I think there was because I obviously I wanted to work it around um, my my shift. work schedule, my shift. Um, so we found one. I think it was like not even a month later, or oh, a couple no, it of weeks was like, later. It was, it was like a week and a bit later. Two weeks later, there was an opening, <laughs> and then um, yes, yeah, so I thought just bit the bullet and sweating while I paid the not that it wasn't expensive but you know, at that point got a bit stressed about getting your, your whole you know um back snipped up but um yeah and that was pretty really quick for us so there wasn't really much thinking involved yeah it you just kind of booked in and then like okay. went to your point like you just booked it online yeah. too there was no like having to see anyone yeah. it was great yeah so you know like there's all forms you got to fill out and um you got to watch a couple of videos and this and that beforehand. But, yeah, they were really good. Um, the doctor, I can't remember. So at, at this stage, I just want to ask a question because this is a question that I got when I put up the question box. Um, so, and I've heard lots of, just to kind of like give you some context, Joey. Mm. Um, I've heard of lots of women around our age. So you were 33 when you got the vasectomy, 32. Uh, you would have been 34, so you would have been 33. 33, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's lots of women who, like, for whatever reason, maybe their partners won't get, like, I don't know, mm -hmm. but who ask to get, like, their tubes tied or to get hysterectomies um, as a form of birth control because mm -hmm. they don't have any more babies. Um, like, average, and they're told that, like, they're still too young, they might change their mind, and doctors refuse to kind of do it. Mm -hmm. So one of the questions I got was, like, was the doctor, like, hesitant or was there, like, anything you had to, like, any screening or anything you had to do in order to be allowed to get it done at the age of 33? No, not at all. You put your, like, you got to put your age in, um, in the, one, again, one of the forms that comes out, but after that, he didn't ask a single question. Did you um, ask like how many kids you have right now? Oh yeah, yeah, I think like yeah, the usual question. Like again, I can't remember what you're putting in the year. It was a year ago. Um yeah, it's so, like how many kids do you have? Obvious question, do you want more kids? Because if you do, you're still in the other one form. Um <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> and how old you are. Yada yada yada. But outside of that, I don't maybe like, I don't know, maybe they've changed the like I've heard of guys getting kicked back. When they're like 30, yeah, and docs say no, they refuse to give a referral. I don't know, but at the age of 33, I had no problem, yeah, right. It was easy, and no questions were asked outside of you ready, I'm lying, yeah. Like, it just kind of, I mean, it shouldn't blow my mind because I should be used to it by now, but just like mm -hmm. the discrepancies in like male care versus female care, where like you okay. know, they ask yeah. a couple questions, but like to a woman, they but have refused. And is that because, I don't know much about hysterectomies and that, but vasectomies are still, even the way that they do it, it's still reversible. Like I could still go back. It'll be painful and the recovery will oh, be well, huge, but I can still, no, I'm not doing that, but I'm saying. Like, yeah, you can still reverse doctors it. doctors would want hysterectomies and all those. Oh, not a, a hysterectomy is like you, they take the, all yeah, of it out. That's so I mean. that's so not like, unreversible. That's I don't know if it's getting your tubes tied, whether that's reversible or not. I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know. No, but that's what I'm saying. So maybe like yeah. women have a harder time, harder time with um, doctor professionals or yeah. doctors um, allowing that because it's not reversible. Yeah, it. it is like I mean I'm not an advocate for that. Like yeah, I mean, like I everyone think... should make their own decisions, but they're also it's pretty hectic getting a whole organ taken out of your body. Like but that's a reason why they would be more hesitant yeah, true, to true, true, do that. True. true. 
So yeah. You make a good point. For the and the world, now perspective, that's why you're here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we booked in. Um how are you feeling the day of? Were you like oh, I, can't, I can't remember the you can't yeah. I probably mowed the lawn, did the head, so I can clean the houses three times over. So um, I have one great story about the day of your second, because it was so the only point we could get was like five thirty in the afternoon, which is such an awkward time for us because that's our winding down time. Our kids are in bed at six, so <clears throat> Joey was like, "No, it'll be cool. I'll just drive myself." Um, and then like at the last second packed out of that but that's not the story so one of the things that you were really worried about was the like after pain mm. oh that's right i do remember that yeah and so you were going around to different chemists trying to get hard drugs <laughs> for, the, for the pain <laughs> well that's what it was kind of like yeah. um and i said after i got after I delivered the kids, because I was probably both kids, I got stitches and they just gave me penadine port. So I don't think you would need anything more than penadine port. And you kind of had a huff and a bit of a like comment about how women blah 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 and it's not like giving birth and like I'm getting my nuts cut open. No, my I'm not finished. So then I was like, okay, cool, give you some space because you're a bit stressed and that's cool because like you're about to do some medical procedure that you don't know what it's going to be like that's all right anyway so then you went into the chemist another chemist and the woman said something kind of she said oh we can't give you any you can have Panadol you'll only need Panadol we can't give you any harder drugs without a prescription which your doctor might give you but you probably won't need them you'll be fine with Panadol and Joey came back into the car, like he was enraged. Mm. He was so angry because he's like, your whole thing was like, why should men have to feel pain? Or like, why is men's pain? No, deal with pain. Like, and it comes back, it doesn't come back to that, that whole, like, oh, you're a pussy if you show pain. It's like, you know, I've just been told not, not to deal with it, but like, no one outside of a, a man knows what it's like to get kicked in the nuts. And it's like, I was stressed and all I got told was, you'll be right, just fucking deal with it. I was like, well, maybe I don't want to fucking deal with it. Maybe I want, you know, a pack of panadine port and a six pack of beer, you know. <laughs> like, you know, More I'm sick. Of, I was just, I cracked it and I was getting, getting sick and tired of being told just to deal with having your nuts cut open. Yeah, right. well, like I was kind of just told to deal with having my vagina shredded. I think my words with you, I'm sick of being compared to what, like, if it wasn't a comparison to what I thought the shit's about. It's like, I was always being compared to, well, I go first, so, you know, just deal with it. I was like, I'm not asking for a comparison. All I'm asking for is some drugs because that's what I want. No, I don't need a comparison. I just, that's what I want. And I was, wasn't getting, I was getting tired of being compared. Right? Uh-huh. Which is fair. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll piss a lot of mothers off or something in my comments, but like, all I'm saying is, like, I wanted drugs to preempt because I also had to go to work, I'm pretty sure, like, three, four days later. Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that in yeah. a while. Okay. Um, yeah, I just thought it was funny. In hindsight, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, because and I wasn't doing it in a way of, like, to try and, like, minimise the pain that you might feel, but, like, that was the closest comparison I had because my genitals were shredded and then stitched back together and apparently according to the internet that was pretty much what was going to happen to your genitals so <laughs> especially with a chip pack in there. <laughs> <laughs> that, well yeah it's exactly the same in that regard um so that was like the closest comparison point i had to mm. the pain that you might feel i wasn't doing it as like a i've given birth twice with like no pain relief and then i just had penadine sport for like a day afterwards and i was fine it was more just like but that's the way it came from yeah. Okay. By you and the everyone chemist. else, all the chemist people. Who just and... to be female. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no, "Okay." No, you um. Anyway, so that was funny, and then as the day went on, I feel like you got more and more nervous, and then I kept giving the option of like, "We'll just 
I'll put the kids in the car, in their pyjamas, and we'll drive you, and we'll get macas for dinner, and then come pick you up. And no, 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 I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And then it was like three minutes to leave, and you're like, it wasn't three minutes. It was like, like ten minutes. No, it was you were ready to go. You were like ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I was ready to go. Like I said, I would have been walking around trying to find things to do to get my mind up. It. Um, and so then what happened? Talk us through it. I dropped you off. Dropped me off. Sat in the waiting room for four minutes. Took a photo of the business card. Sent it to my mates just because I thought it was a funny thing to do. Um, guy walked out of one door, then into another door. The doctor came out, said, "I'll be with you in a minute." Sweet, no worries. He came back like a couple minutes later. All right, let's go in. All right, sweet. Asked like three, four questions. All right, drop your back, lay down, and let's go. And that was all within the space of ten minutes, I reckon. Not even. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the procedure. So, you want to like so. When women talk to me about why their partners won't get vasectomies, mm. it's, it's because they're worried about. <laughs> that's what we told our sons that that's what. Well, it's also that my son that tested that we actually did chop my dog. We yeah, the dog, dog got vasect like three days after Joey did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jet got done before. Oh, okay. I, then, I thought it was around the time. It was, it was like running joke in our family that Dad was getting cut off and it may have come out of the shops a few times. I'm pretty sure I've paid you. Yeah, I've got. When I was getting my nuts checked off. No, so I went to our weekly shop and I got some Panadol. Um, and Octavia informed the poor checkout teenage boy, actually. I'll do that. Oh, that's medicine for my dad because he got his balls cut off. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, oh I was getting And I was like, I was like, ha ha ha, kid. Um, yeah, no, but then, so pretty much. So you got to prepare the day off. you got to shave everything off. Like, all your hair has to be gone. And I thought I did a tip-top job of it. Smooth as egg. Smooth as egg. Yeah. Um, he goes, oh, yeah. And I'll get into why you have to shave. But he's like, oh, okay, I might need to have given another shave. But you got to shave everything off. So then you literally just drop your dap, lay on the table, and they have this, like, I guess, like a medical blanket but not um or like a pretty much a multi-trauma dressing but it's massive and then it's got mm-hmm. this little hole and you, you and you literally like chuck your junk through so it lays it on top so it's put, like a massage table with like a hole a face a no, whole I'm face, face down you're not looking up no, 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 but like are your balls like no you're lying on your back yeah and we're but are your balls and you're pulling like... through the little multi-trauma dressing that you cut it and then you lay so it's like if you had a cesarean and you've got like the curtain thing it was like a massage like you know how massage tables have like a whole yeah. face like that but a whole thing of balls and like your balls like <laughs> anyway so there you pull it through here you go yeah has a little feel around um one more yeah you ready and then, luckily, I don't. I had um, some breathing techniques in my repertoire because from fire motion vibration. Shout out again. Um, so I must have sound like a steam train. I was like, and then you like Yeah, so, so, but yeah, so they, 
I'm pretty sure what happens is they pull the sperm tube out through the keyhole, maybe, or they do it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. And then cut it, clamp one end with a metal or an aluminium clamp, and then sear off or sear off both ends, clamp it, and then chuck it back in. And I think it's like two that they sort of do. Okay. Yeah. And then, then yeah, stitch like a, I'm pretty sure it's just like one dissolvable stitch. Yeah. So like, in all honesty, I couldn't even see. You could see kind of like a. What did they glue it? They glue it. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't think he actually did. Anyway, if he did, like it just looked like there was like a kind of like a dot, like a little line. Mm. Like you couldn't really see stitches. But all of that took about. Maybe eight minutes, I reckon. Yeah, well, I was then, shocked at how quick it was. And then he's like, then you get up, chuck your dacks back on. He goes, all right, I got you got to watch this video. So then you hop out and you walk off, sit down, watch this video for like 10, 15 minutes. And then what's the video about? Like, oh, aftercare. Yeah, pretty much just all aftercare yeah. and any um, signs or not signs, symptoms you may experience. Yeah. Which I can touch on after this. Um, and then you pay. And then you walk out. Yeah. And so another question I got was how much was it? Um I think it was like you pay up front seven fifty or maybe probably it was like it was yeah. Now. So I checked and it was seven fifty. And then you get three fifty four hundred back from Medicare. So it's about three fifty. Yeah. I'd say. But it's worth it. Oh, hundred percent worth it. Yeah. Um yeah, and then so then yeah, I called that and she was shocked to think that I've been I've had it done quickly by then and Best thing I can say about this the Stephanie place is there's a bottle shop two doors down. Yeah, like you come down the elevator and the next door the next door, two doors door down next is a to giant bottle shop. So Finch Sellers. Finch Sellers, shout out in Newcastle. Um so I literally said I picked me up from there and she parked there and I walked into the bottle shop, grabbed a six pack of beer <laughs> and then walked out. And that was all within well, you hadn't even got your mattress. Yeah, so he called me saying, I'm ready to pick up, and I hadn't even made it through the drive-through, and Macca's was like less than a five minute. So if you're from Newcastle, the vasectomy clinic is on Derby Street, and I took the kids to King Street Macca's drive-through, which is like five minutes drive. Um, so we had only just gotten out of the drive-through, and Joey was already ready. Um, and I, I just got out the meeting, and then I had to watch the video. Yeah, and so I was thinking like, you know, we'd park the car and sit and eat, the kids would eat their nutritious macros dinner in the car waiting. Um, but they there was none of that um, mm. because it was so quick and yeah. efficient. And then that was about it. Drove home. Drove home. Pre, if you're thinking about doing it, pre-buy a packet of $1 frozen peas and sat on the couch and had my six-pack of beer. And frozen peas. Come on, I watched it. Yeah. We just watched it. Yeah. yeah. And then the next day do you remember no i don't really remember much of that. it was mostly no. like the the most difficult part of recovery that i saw was just keeping the dog and the kids away from your general pelvic region yeah like we have a very active dog that he loves to jump and, and headbutt you in the <laughs> pelvic region um and then the kids like you know, you know, yeah. you're lying in bed and they're like rolling around all over mm. you. Um, so that was kind of like the most difficult part. I reckon is just like keeping everyone away mm. from that area. So it's yeah. yeah, but that, so as far as the recovery, I think we're talking. Um, I went to work. I think it was a. Must been three, sure four days. But I think it was a day. Like I would think I got the procedure the morning after I finished work, for that reason that it just came up at perfect timing, and so that gives me four or five days to recover. Um. Yeah, like you, it's yeah, it's sensitive down there. It's still a, an operation, and the um the color of them gave a new meaning to the word blue balls. That's for sure because they were purple and black. And um, but besides that, it was relatively easy. Yeah. So I had I did answer this question way back in the day when you got this done on my Instagram. Someone asked how long is recovery, and I wrote that you had it done Friday evening. Then you were pretty sore and tender on Saturday. Then you went back to work on light duties on Sunday. And then you were actually doing kick training on Monday mm. evening. Um, and then this must have been Tuesday. And I said, you've done a heap of gardening and work on the house. I was on light duties because I broke my hand. 
No, you hadn't broken your hand yet, I don't think. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway. Um, But, yeah. So, so like, say three days to be back kind of functioning. If, if like, your partner or if you're a male listening to this, like, if you do, like, office work or something like that, you would have been... Probably have like the day after off, I reckon. Mm. Oh, so you'd yeah. have like the day off and the day after off, and then by the next day, I reckon you'd be fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. If you just yeah. yeah. Um, and then someone actually highlighted this in my most recent question box that Joey, what's a really important so that, so then sorry, after mm. you have it done, <laughs> how do you know that it's actually worked? Um, so this is the fun part for all the men. You actually get given permission for the first, probably the first time in your life to jerk off 20 times at least. So what you have to do is you have to... You've got to wait a certain place. Oh, yeah, we they have reckon... to two days later. I can guarantee you might be old. I mean, you're pretty keen to get into it because you want to jerk off. Oh, yeah. Like, there is, I think it's a minimum of eight weeks. No, it shouldn't be eight, surely. Four to six I'm weeks, pretty maybe. Sure, I'm pretty sure it was six, like, so... You had to ejaculate 20 times. 20 times which, yeah, and the minimum was six weeks, like yeah, six over weeks. a six-week period. So yeah. you couldn't just like go hard for 20 days and then rock back off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got to wait six weeks, but over that six weeks you have to ejaculate 20 times. Then you go and do a sample. Then you take it to your local sample. Place. Yeah, you get like the, like, referral the referral and the like little jar. So you jar can do it at home. Um, they send them, or you go to and you drop it off to the lovely nurse on the counter, and then you wait. A, it was only like not even a week, and then yeah, get results really back and saying yeah, zero sperm count or whatever may come up, and then you're good to go. Yeah. So this that stressed me out a bit, and it's taken me. It took me a while to be fully comfortable because, like, you know, ever since I was like what 12 years old when they start talking about how babies are made probably like a bit younger than that like you know you're trying to avoid getting pregnant until you're trying to get pregnant and then you're trying to avoid it again um and I like really struggled to trust the test I was like how legally binding is this email like if it turns out that it's not like that there were some sperm left over or whatever and I fall pregnant like are they going to pay for my whatever has to happen from that you know um so that took a while i reckon it probably took a good couple weeks really to be like fully be able to get out of my head and like Mm. trust that okay yeah actually to be honest it was probably a whole cycle really because oh yeah i needed to get my period to be like okay like (laughs) you know there's definitely no babies living in there um but yeah that's it's really so it's really important to do that test um, because sometimes sometimes it doesn't work or sometimes there's still sperm there and yeah, um, like, like over two months for the like the built up sperm to like you can still keep sperm in your sperm back and pretty sure which is where it comes from. And they like if, if it's not done correctly, which like, I don't I don't know any statistics that, about this, but it's also just be a peace of mind as well. Like I know people who their partners have had a vasectomies and they haven't had to follow up and then they still every month they like worry about it mm-hmm. before they get their period and I'm like just what, like, like just jizz in the cough and like get yeah, the like email get given permission to jerk off 20 times yeah yeah it's um, not hard. but yeah that's like do do the after test yeah um do you have any I've got a couple of questions yep. but do you have anything else to kind of Reflect no. on that experience. Maybe like it was like it was super easy. If you are in the Newcastle, Lake Macquarie, even you know northish coast of New South Wales. Well, I think this I, is, I think the second Australian has quite a few. Let me have a look. At um, that. yeah, I recommend them. Um, the doctor was great, really, really reassuring, and made sure that you're all sorted. Um, like I said. I reckon they should do a promo with the, the vintage sellers down the road and get a free six pack <laughs> when you walk out or something. Um, so I'm just on the Vasectomy Australia website because that's the clinic that you yes. walk through and they have so many locations. Okay. They've got heaps in New South Wales and Sydney. They've got two in Melbourne because I have quite a few like 
people who listen to this podcast mm. um, located there, South Australia, a couple in Queensland. So, yeah, if you just search for Sesame Australia, you're probably going to have call a... 1-800-SNP. Or just, just call 1-800-SNP. Um, this is not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> We've got, no, got any kickbacks. But I just think it's good. Like, we had a really good experience. It was a really Great. easy process. Like, your recovery has been fine. Yeah, well, like, there are, like, some, when I talk about symptoms that can come out of it, there are things that can happen with, like, phantom pain, um, which I do get uh, every, what, month or so. But mm. then I also did a check. Like, it's not that, I'm not saying that you have phantom pain or groin area because of that. So if you do have phantom pain, go get checked because um, it could be something a lot more dire than that, um, which I did. Um, and it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Um, so there are things that can happen with that. But it supposedly goes away after a while. It's not like, it's not going to like put you to your knees really kind of pain. Really like cool. it just feels, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. So that can happen. Yeah. Just to be truthful and honest, there are things that, yeah, like, that can come out. But as far as the experience goes, it was great. The end result is even better. Don't have any stress whatsoever. Uh, and if you act, not actually, but you, I find I get to enjoy and be in the moment while we have sexual yeah, 100%. encounters. Yeah, and like so do I, because mm. especially now, like it's been a year now, like, mm. and I don't know how many times we've had sex in the last year, but no babies have come from that. So I feel pretty At confident. Least once. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. Yeah. In the year, yeah. Um, like I feel pretty confident that it's definitely worked, and yeah. we're like good. Yeah. Um, as you said, if you are locked in hundred percent that you don't want children, I can't recommend it enough. So that you have to make that decision that you are done with children. That's for sure. Yeah, I just think the reason why I wanted to make this podcast is I think men sometimes like you're lucky that you have like supportive like older not old when I say old I don't mean like old old but like just in a slightly like they're kind of in their next phase of life from where you are like five to ten years older than you right oh, the birth, yeah, yeah, yeah so you're lucky that you've got like this supportive group of men who will mm-hmm. like openly honestly talk about things like that yeah. whereas lots of other people who work in maybe different industries um with a lot of like macho-ness and oh, men yeah, been... like maybe they've been given different opinions on vasectomies yeah. or like there's also like things about like how it can be a, it's like a masculine like I don't think these things are true but you know that men are told all these different stories from different places and so they can be really like oh no no like I'm not going to get vasectomies because like, I don't want my balls cut off like and it's like emasculating like you still ejaculate i think oh, yeah, this is a big myth as well like yeah, like point. people are like oh like i would like you still ejaculate you just don't there's no like sperm yeah in the yeah. it's just the not like fluid <laughs> no it's that feels the same it's like maybe you can tell me but it feels like it's the same amount of liquid that comes out the same color yeah i'm yeah i mean like i don't know I don't know how much TMI is, but like it's it's a little bit less, but it's like it's it is a bit different, but it's not like different yeah. enough for me to be like, ew. I actually yeah. prefer it. <laughs> Again, I don't know the exact science and that scientific numbers on it, but ejaculation is actually only like five, five to ten percent sperm. Mm. The rest is all semen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all it is, is taking out that five to ten percent or it could be it, it could be point five. I don't know. It's a little, little, little amount, and it just doesn't get filtrated into mm. the thing. Yeah, and so, like, yeah. one of the things for me is, like, you know, like Joey said, like, everyone has to choose their own form of contraception, but I feel like women give up so much of their bodies to either not getting pregnant or getting pregnant. Like, you know, we're on all this hormonal control that, like, fucks with us. Um. And we have to like, it's like the mental load of even just having to take that pill every day at that exact same time. And then, you know, we're pregnant and we've like given up our bodies for nine months and then we we never get that body back again. Mm-hmm. And everything's different. And then like, you know, going through the labors and having the babies and then breastfeeding them, like it's a lot for us to do. And I just think like, you know, the vasectomies that as far as like, like getting a hysterectomy is huge. It's like a proper, not that a vasectomy is not a proper medical procedure, but it's like a proper surgery. Like mm. you have to book into a hospital. Yeah. You have to go under like general anesthetic. Like you're out for 
like you're in hospital for at least a day afterwards and then longer with your recovery like it's like a big deal to take a whole organ out of your body whereas a man can plus, lie plus an organ that um, will probably produce a lot of hormones exactly so then you're fully taking that out whereas yeah and i think so out. i don't know like again everyone has their own things but i just i think it's like it's a man yeah you can just go lie on the table yeah, for like 15 minutes and feel a bit of discomfort and maybe it's for a few days and then have like Sometimes there's other impacts, like we've spoke about. You can speak to your GP or the Vasectomy Australia clinic about it. But, like, a lot of the time there's no other side effects. Yeah. And you're, like, ready to go, like, you know, ready to live your life again. Ready to go in six weeks and 20 exactly. <laughs> like, as far as living your life, yeah. it's like, you can yeah. go back to work. You can, like, well, you train the old kick. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, I like, don't think you're meant to train the old kick or go to gym like this. You've met me, I can't sit still, so that was not that. Um, yeah, so I just think, like, my aim for making this and talking about mastectomies on Instagram and things like that is, like, it's such an easy, it's, most of it's mental, I feel. Like, it's mm. the, the biggest kind of struggle that men have with it is mental. It's not, like, it's not that physically taxing for your body at all. No. It's a, most of it is just this mental game of either, like, things that we've been told or things that men have been told in society or in like the people around them that it's like emasculating or whatever. Mm. And also the fact that like they don't want to feel the discomfort of like having to have tender balls back for two days, yeah. you know? And so women are more likely to go and get these procedures because birth control has always fallen on our shoulders mm. um, pre-kids. So yeah, I just think it's such a great, like if you're done having kids, I just don't understand why you wouldn't get one done. Just go do it. Like, I just don't. But make your own decision. Yeah, but yeah. but it's, it's about having information. Like, yeah. you know, I don't, I mean, I didn't, like, Google, like, podcast about vasectomy before you got yours done. I didn't have to convince you. You had to convince me that we were done having kids. Like, you were always kind of open to having vasectomy. But even lots of our friends are, like, like, you're the only one in our friendship. Oh, they're not really finished up. So I don't know. Anyway. You're like the only one in our friendship group that's had one. And yeah. even that, they're like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'd get that, I've that one. I've talked to a couple of them in our greater friendship group that they want to get done. Mm. Uh, they're actually very interested about it. So it was quite good to give that honest and true opinion. Yeah. My experience. And I think, like, for me, like, I get very medically anxious. And so if someone could, like, you know, step by step, be like, you'll go into this room and like, this is what you'll do. And then they do this and they do that. Like, that actually mm. makes me feel better about getting a medical procedure if I know mm. exactly how it's going to happen. So, mm. this would be a great podcast to share with your partners if mm. you uh, don't want any more babies. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. I think you have to be fairly certain because I don't think the procedure to get it reversed is pleasant or easy. And I don't think it's guaranteed either. So I definitely wouldn't recommend it as a form of birth control. Um, but if you're done, then it's good. Um, all right. I did have one more question. I just had a question asking, do you have any regrets? Nope. No. Um, and then all the rest, I feel like we use. Oh, that may be like springing it on you. When oh, I you, regret how you, you regret how you brought it up? Not the best decision I've made in my life, that's for sure. Yeah. So... Um, but I think like communication, it was just like we've kind of like jokingly spoken about it in the past, but never had a serious conversation. So I was just really, I was shocked because I didn't really realize it was that high on your radar that you'd actually make a doctor's appointment mm. to get the referral. Um, and I was also like very emotional. Mm. So, yeah, so maybe like if you're well, either, Sit either, down over have a chat about it. Yeah. Best decision. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, broach it in a better not even I mean, you wouldn't you weren't to know. Mm. Anyway. How did you think I was gonna react? Well, clearly I thought you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was so like blase too. It wasn't even like a you're just like, Oh yeah, I was looking for the other second and I was like, what? Anyway. Yeah. I think anything else? Um yeah, other questions so. that you're fans have for me my fans heaps <laughs> i don't know um no that was pretty much that was it that was the question um yeah the other question i had was like how did you know you're ready as a family but i feel like we've more than covered yep. that 
Um, yeah. So if you do have any more questions, then feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or um, send me an email or something like that and we can get to in the future. But yeah, mm -hmm. my intention is just to kind of like openly share how we came to this decision, what the procedure actually looks like, well, what it looks like for us anyway, and how easy and simple it can be. Mm -hmm. And how, like, I feel like, I don't know if we've fully highlighted this, but, like, it has definitely improved our sex life a lot. Yeah. Um, not more so in the connection. Mm. And in the, like, I feel like since you've had it done, we're a lot more playful mm. um, and, like, open to trying new things because there's less, yeah, I feel like there's less pressure. Well, it's made stress that you've just taken out of the equation. Mm. Yeah. And right. so, like, since... Which, you take something away, you've got more room to add something in. Very true. I say this stuff like that all the time. Funny. You listen. You listen to me, don't you? No. <laughs> just why? <wise. laughs> just why? <wise. laughs> One wiser one than two hours sleep. Um, yeah, like I think, yeah, our like sex life has been a lot more like fun and playful, a lot less serious, a lot more connected. Yeah. Since having that done. So. Rigid. Oh, I wouldn't say our sex life is rigid before. Would yeah. you? Oh. Rigid. Yeah. Oh, maybe from my perspective. But... It depends what you define rigid as. That's good. Some people like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right well on that note i think that's us done today yep. what do you reckon good. all right if you have any more topics that you would like to joey's male perspective on um feel free to again send me a dm yep. um we are going to get our stuff together and do more of these podcasts yep. together get back into life yeah i don't even know before you might say anyway. yeah all right have That's a fun. good one guys thank you bye if you've enjoyed today's episode then please share the love you can share this to instagram and tag me rate it on spotify or leave a review on apple Podcasts. thank you so much for listening